This is History Legends, where we talk about different historical legends, and today we are talking about the Red Baron. So, the Red Baron. Who was he? Well, his name was Manfred von Richthofen. He was born into a wealthy Prussian noble family, and when he was he lived a comfortable life time life until he was up into eleven when where his when he went into the cadet corps. His father wished it even though he wouldn't want to do it and such he only he only wanted to do what was sufficient. So he really only got C's and in accordance with his autobiography I really didn't have to do anything su- sufficient, so I'd only usually get C's. But my so my superiors never thought anything of me. Let's fast forward until he he became a cavalry. Let's fast forward until he got into the military. He was first a, in part of a cavalry division, and since the war kicked off with Gravilla Gravilla Princep shooting. Franz Ferdinand, the heir to the Austrian Austrian throne, they it striked off World War One, which which since Calvary wasn't a big component of it, he wished to be go into the Air Corps. He went into basic training, and when he got out. He was supposed to fly solo for the first time. He ended up crashing. He knew everything he was supposed to do, but he crashed, and. Yeah, and then he finally got pretty good. He was hand-selected by a flying ace to form Yasta III, a flying flying corps. So then he racked up, well, he racked up his first kill, and you had to get three confirmed kills, and it had to be confirmed. If it wasn't confirmed, then it didn't happen. He got his first confirmed kill, and... Since he had a bright red plane, he could easily have been seen. What? Well, although he he also went to the core of no, no, that was that was on you. Well, anyways, he went to the battle of Somme, which where was he where he got his first kill, and he's got taught some very interesting stuff. So then he took his mess, he got taught some stuff, and then he got, took those by heart, and he ended up racking tons of kills. He ended up becoming famous and everything. And by the French, the French called him the Little Rouge, or something along those lines, Little Red. But, what's, in Bloody April is when he got the majority of his playing his kills, and during the, and he, at the end of, at bloody April in 1917, he got shot in the back, he got grazed in the head, he was so good, he was able to land his plane down and get help immediately, he ended up going back to flying half a year later, well, more like three months, not half a year, but anyways, he, against his doctor's wishes, 
So then what happened was he got into his trifocker plane. And that was not a bad word. That was actually what it was called. And he went into the flying coal. He went into there, even though he, that's what he's most famous for being, for flying. Even though he racked up a fraction of kills. In the end, when he first got shot down, he had racked up 80 kills. 80 entire kills. Seriously, think about that. 80 kills of allies. So he shot down in the fields of Verdun. Well, not really fields of Verdun, but he was shot down. He shot down. He he crash landed into a beet field. And I forgot to mention that he would track them down, track down the crash sites and take trophies from them. He ended up getting some jewelry from different pieces of the plane until they're like, nah, you can't do that anymore because we're running out of materials, mate. Oh, in German accent, maybe, but anyways, he once also had a chandelier made out of a enemy engine during, and when he shot, got shot down in 1918, he went, since he went beetroot field and everybody came over there and they took pieces of his plane, he took, they took his plane apart and kept little trophies of it and they buried him with full military honor. And a ton of of division made wreaths, and one of those wreaths said to reward the foe, and their one their the name of that company. And since and the locals would come down and kick over the cross, so one of the companies was like, "Now nah, we'll move our headquarters since that was pretty respectable at the time. We're gonna move our." Re- our headquarters, if you keep knocking down those crosses. And they stopped, which had the intended effect. But later, after the war, he, his corpse was moved to Germany, where he, her, where his corpse resides to this day. And that was the story of the Red Baron. I hope you learned a little bit from this. And if you like it, please listen. Please keep, keep an eye out for more episodes of this. So... The next time, bye. I'll see. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.